Hello, welcome back to the Magic Woods podcast. This episode is called In the Belly of Mr. Bliss. One day, Bunny said, I feel kind of bad for that rabbit brontosaurus. And Kitty almost choked on her breakfast. She went, what are you talking about, Meow Me? That guy's a menace. Bunny said, he can't help it, Kitty. He has rabies. That makes you crazy. And did you see his orange eyes? I think he's been affected by the evil down in that cave. Kitty said, uh, yeah, I was too busy running for my life to notice his eye color. Bunny said, I don't know. I just feel bad for him. I wonder if, like, Murr could invent some sort of potion or medicine to cure him. So Bunny went to Murr's laboratory and said, Murr, do you think you could make a potion that could cure a giant brontosaurus rabies and maybe even um, make him a little less evil or a lot less evil? Murr went, mm, yeah, sure. I should be able to whip that up pretty quickly. Well, a little while later, Bunny had a dart gun and a dart full of the potion that Murr had invented. And she opened up the trap door and climbed down the ladder and went into the subterranean cave beneath yesterday's macaroni. And then she heard the brontosaur coming. And she shot the dart. And it went right into the brontosaur's neck. But then the medicine started to work and the foam went away from his lips. And the orange light went out of his eyes. And he just looked like a regular brontosaurus. And then he blinked and said, I'm hungry. Bunny said, why, hello, Mr. Dinosaur. Yep, down here. My name's Bunny Rainflower. What's your name? And he went, mm, you can call me Mr. Bliss. Bunny said, okay. Well, nice to meet you, Mr. Bliss. And he said, I'm hungry. Bunny said, well, you know what? There's a whole forest outside full of trees and things you can eat. And the brontosaurus went, outside, yes, I almost remember what that looks like. Now, through some strange magic that none of them understood, Mr. Bliss somehow was able to get out of that cave, out of the kitchen restaurant, out of yesterday's macaroni without smashing anything. He just somehow appeared outside. And then he would just stomp around most of the day, eating trees and stuff like that. But one strange side effect of the medicine that Murd made is that he slept all the time. I mean, he slept about 22 hours a day. And sometimes he would walk in his sleep. And a lot of times he would even eat in his sleep. And because he had the strange power to suck up things bigger than himself, he would sometimes suck up huge trees or hills or other things while he was sleeping. <laughs> and Kitty said, Ugh, See, that guy's still a menace. He could suck up the whole world one day if we're not careful. And Bunny said, Oh, Kitty, he's, I'm sure he'll be fine. But Bunny had no idea that just a few days later, Mr. Bliss would accidentally swallow Kitty. Dun, dun, dun. On Sunday morning, Kitty was sleeping in her shoebox bed, and Whiskers snuck into her room to do some pranks. Now Kitty woke up a little bit, and she thought Whisker was Doggy. And she had told Doggy that he could wake her up early on any day of the week except for Sunday. So she rolled over in her sleep and said, Don't wake me, it's Sunday. Because she thought Whisker was Doggy. And Whisker went, Ah, oh, I think she just said, Make me a Sunday. 
Hmm. All right. I guess she wants me to make her into a hot fudge sundae. So Whisker went to the refrigerator and got some supplies to make Kitty into a hot fudge sundae. He got some ice cream, some whipped cream, some hot fudge, some nuts, and a cherry for the top. And then he snuck into Kitty's room, and Kitty was still sleeping in her shoebox bed, and Whisker plopped some cold ice cream on top of Kitty. And Kitty shivered a little in her sleep, but didn't wake up. Whisker said, okay, next comes the hot fudge. And he poured hot fudge all over Kitty. She was still asleep. And then he said, now for some whipped cream. Covered Kitty completely in whipped cream. You couldn't even see her anymore. She was under ice cream, hot fudge, and whipped cream. And then he went, now some nuts. La, da, da. There we go. And now a cherry for the top. Bing. And he looked at the shoebox bed that now looked like a hot fudge sundae and said, there, I made Kitty into a sundae. And then he went off through a hole in the wall to do some pranks somewhere else. Well, Kitty woke up a little while later and stretched and yawned. <coughs> and suddenly ice cream and hot fudge and whipped cream went into her mouth and she, help me, help me, I'm drowning in a hot fudge sundae. She couldn't get out from under all the sundae ingredients. She went, help me, help me. Nobody could hear her. Nobody could hear her, but somebody could certainly smell her. Way out in Flower Field, the flowery field that surrounded yesterday's macaroni, Mr. Bliss, who was sleeping, smelled Kitty in his sleep. And he went, Mmm, a hot fudge sundae. And he started stomping over to yesterday's macaroni, and Kitty could hear him coming, and she went, I gotta get out of here! Whoa! But she couldn't get out from under all the heavy sundae ingredients, and Mr. Bliss stuck his long neck through the window. Mmm and sniffed at Kitty's shoebox bed, and then oh, swallowed it down with Kitty in it. The shoebox bed smashed down into Mr. Bliss's belly, and then it broke apart, and Kitty went, oh. She climbed out from all the Sunday ingredients, went, oh, man, oh, no, I'm inside Mr. Bliss's belly. It was much bigger on the inside than on the outside. Kitty couldn't even see the far side of the belly, and she went, wow, no wonder this guy's always hungry. Mr. Bliss's stomach rumbled. Kitty, in her broken bed, got pushed towards a dark opening that led to a slippery meat tube. Kitty went, ew, that must be where stuff goes to get digested. I do not want to get turned into poop or something worse. I gotta get out of here. She tried climbing up the dinosaur's long throat, but it was too slick and wet. She kept sliding back down. She looked around the belly for something that could help her escape. She saw all kinds of things that Mr. Bliss had swallowed in his sleep. An ice cream truck, a boulder shaped like the back end of a hippo, the better part of a hill, an oak tree. She went, ah, none of those things can help me. Then she looked at some of the objects that had been in the bottom of her shoebox bed. One of Bunny's hair ribbons, a now ruined copy of Volume 3 of the Dark Danger Dragon series, signed by the author, D. Spectrum, a receipt for a sunfish bagel, and a walkie-talkie. <gasps> Kitty grabbed the walkie-talkie and said, Yes! Oh, I just hope Doggy has his walkie-talkie with him. She pressed the call button. <coughs> Doggy, do you read me? This is an emergency. Over. At first, there was no answer. Then Doggy replied, I read you loud and clear, good buddy. What's up? You want to play? 
Kitty said, no, I can't play. I'm stuck in Mr. Bliss's belly and I'm about to get digested. Doggy said, Mr. Bliss's belly? What on earth are you doing in there? Kitty said, I'm about to get digested. That's what I'm doing. You've got to get me out of here fast. Doggy didn't answer for a moment. And then he called back. Okay, Kitty, I've thought of an idea. I'm going to buy a really long rope and a big juicy tomato. Over. Kitty went, how is that going to help me? Well, I'll tie one end of the rope to the tomato. It's Mr. Bliss's favorite food, by the way. And the other end of Bunny's piano. And then when he swallows the tomato, he'll swallow the rope too, and then you can just climb up. Kitty went, oh, uh, good plan, I guess. But hurry. So Doggy bought a really long rope and a big juicy tomato. Then he tied a big knot around the tomato and tied the other end of the rope to the leg of Bunny's piano. Mr. Bliss, who was still sleeping, by the way, smelled the tomato in his sleep and smacked his lips. Mmm. Then he sucked the tomato into his mouth. Kitty looked up the dinosaur's long, dark throat, and then the tomato crashed down and splattered all over her face. Doggy called on his walkie-talkie. Aw, Kitty, this is Doggy. Watch out for a big, juicy tomato heading your way. Over. Kitty went, yes, I know. It just hit my face. Well, Kitty grabbed the rope and started climbing up. Meanwhile, Mr. Bliss had a dream. He dreamt that the rope was a piece of spaghetti, and he started to suck it down. And Kitty went, ah! She tried scrambling up the rope, but it was coming down too fast. She went, ah, he's swallowing the rope faster than I can climb. Soon there was no loose rope left, but Mr. Bliss kept sucking. And then Bunny's piano lifted off the floor. Doggy went, "Uh uh-oh. Mr. Bliss swallowed the piano in one big gulp. The rope went slack and Kitty fell back down into the belly. And then the piano crashed on top of her. Oh, meow me. Her walkie-talkie crackled. Oh, Kitty, this is Doggy. Just a heads up, there's a big piano heading your way. Over. Kitty went, no kidding, meow me. It just landed on me. Oh, sorry. But don't worry, I have another idea. What? I'm going to grab a long rope and a big juicy tomato. Over. Kitty went, what? That's the same plan. Doggy said, ah, but this time I'll tie the rope to that huge maple tree out in Flower Field. There's no way Mr. Bliss can swallow that, Ruffy. Kitty went, hmm, okay. But hurry, I'm about to get digested. So Doggy grabbed another long rope, and he tied one end around a big juicy tomato and the other end in a huge knot around the big maple tree. Then Mr. Bliss sucked up the tomato. (laughs) Kitty looked up and caught another tomato in the face. (laughs) Her walkie-talkie crackled. Uh, watch out, Kitty. There's a big, juicy tomato heading your way. Over. Kitty went, I know. She shook off the tomato juice and started climbing up the rope again. Ugh. Meanwhile, Mr. Bliss had another dream about spaghetti. He started sucking at the rope. Kitty went, ah! And she scrambled up the rope as fast as she could. He's swallowing faster than I can climb. Soon the rope was pulled tight, but Mr. Bliss kept sucking, and then the maple tree began to creak and groan. Doggy went, oh, kitty, hurry up. 
the mighty maple tree pulled right out of the ground. <laughs> Roots and all. And somehow Mr. Bliss swallowed the whole thing down. Ah! cried Kitty as the rope went slack. Ah! <laughs> she crashed back down into Mr. Bliss's belly. Ah! And then the gigantic maple tree fell on top of her. Ouch. Doggy called her on the walkie-talkie. Uh, Kitty, be on the lookout. There's an extra-large maple salad heading your way. Over. Kitty went, oh, I know, it already hit me. Oh, sorry. Kitty said, oh, never mind, Doggy. It's no use. I guess I'm just destined to get digested in a big, dumb dinosaur's weird, infinite belly. Oh, well, you can tell everyone the party pooper is dead. Yay. Yay for everyone else. Bad for me, but oh, well. Goodbye, cruel world. Doggy said, oh, wait a minute. Don't give up yet. I have another idea. I'm going to grab a long rope and a big juicy tomato. Kitty went, oh, my doggy, that's the same idea. Ah, but this time I'll tie the rope around something really huge that Mr. Bliss can't swallow. Yesterday's macaroni itself. Kitty went, uh, okay, Meow but hurry. So Doggy grabbed another long rope and tied it in a huge knot around yesterday's macaroni. He tied the other end to a big juicy tomato. And Mr. Bliss, who was still asleep, by the way, smelled the tomato and sucked it down. Kitty looked up the long throat, just in time to catch a tomato in the face. Doggy called her. Oh, just a heads up, good buddy. There's a big juicy tomato heading your way. Over. Kitty went, I know. Mm. She grabbed the slippery rope and started to climb. Meanwhile, Mr. Bliss had another dream about spaghetti. He started swallowing the rope. And Kitty went, ah! And she tried to scramble up as fast as she could. He's swallowing the rope faster than I can climb. Ah! Soon there was no loose rope left. But Mr. Bliss kept sucking. And then yesterday's macaroni started to creak. The whole mountain started to pull from the ground. And the whole world seemed to pull along with it. Doggy went, oh, oh, Ruffy. And inside the mountain, animals were running around going, ah, it's the end of the world, ah. Well, Kitty heard her walkie-talkie crackle. Kitty, climb faster. Mr. Bliss is about to swallow our whole town. Maybe even the whole world. Kitty went, ah! And with the last of her strength, she scrambled up the remaining few feet of rope. (laughs) Then she slashed the rope with her claws and jumped down to the ground out of his mouth. Yesterday's macaroni snapped back into place with a loud cracking noise. (laughs) Kitty lay on the grass, exhausted. Oh, Doggy ran up to her and said, are you okay? Kitty said, yeah. Uh." She stood up and held out her arms for a hug. Thanks for saving me, old buddy. Doggy noticed that Kitty was covered in ice cream, sweat, tomato juice, fudge, Maple twigs, nuts, whipped cream, a little bit of blood, and lots of brontosaurus belly juice. And he went, oh, that's okay, Ruffy, no hug necessary. (laughs) Then Mr. Bliss finally woke up. He stared around dazedly and said, what am I doing on this side of the mountain? 
Kitty went, it's a long story. Mr. Bliss said, well then save it for later. Right now I'm in the mood for a little breakfast. Well, that's the end of the story in the belly of Mr. Bliss. The next episode is called Golden Bubblegum Backpack. Goodbye.